Welcome to the Healthcare Business Secrets Show, where we interview industry leaders and break down exactly how they're dominating their markets so you can learn from the best and can double your revenue, double your impact, and double your time off. In this episode, we're talking with Rebecca Zhang. Rebecca is a divorce and transitions coach, speaker, and top-rated marital and family law attorney, uh, recognized by US News and World Report as a best lawyer in America and as legal elite by Trend Magazine. She's also the author of the best-selling books, Negotiate Like You Matter, M-A-T-T-E-R, The Surefire Method to Step Up and Win, uh, with a foreword by Robert Shapiro, and Breaking Free, a step-by-step divorce guide for achieving emotional, physical, and spiritual freedom, and a sought-after media contributor as well, having a massive YouTube channel with over 120,000 subscribers. Her perspectives are in high demand by television and print outlets. Uh, She's been featured on Extra, Forbes, Huffington Post, Newsweek, NPR, and CBS Los Angeles, among others. Now, Rebecca remains a partner in Long, Murphy, and Zung and is based in Los Angeles and Florida. She's continuing to serve her incredible on-demand programs such as SLA, or Slay Your Negotiation with a Narcissist, and the Divorce Delete Alt Control Masterclass. And I also believe, which we'll talk about in the show, she is launching her own business uh, development program as well. Welcome to the show, Rebecca. Thank you. Thank you. I, I just, I realized where you got that bio from. And I, I told my partners the other day, I need to update that because I'm definitely not really a divorce coach at all anymore, but um, more of a narcissist negotiation expert. Well, let's talk about that. Um, you obviously started as a lawyer and then you started to find your way through. I'd love to know your backstory as how you got here because the the similarities between us is we're good at what we do. We have some experiences, but we're still trading time for money. We want to pivot and we start making programs. And I think that a lot of listeners are really interested in doing that sort of thing. So how did you get to where you are in the legal world and then now into the business world with programs and things like that and kind of almost stepping out of that? Well, for the legal world, it was really just a matter of setting goals and deciding, okay, I want to hit this level. I want to have the largest family law practice in Southwest Florida. I want to have, I want to be recognized as U.S. News best lawyer in America. I want, I want you know, all of these things I kind of set my my mind to. And I'm really naturally very entrepreneurial and I love creating. So I enjoyed the process of creating that business and creating that practice I didn't really love the, what I call gerbil wheel aspect of it. You know, once I hit that plateau and it was like plenty of business coming in, I only have so many hours in a day. There's really nothing more I can do other than sit here and and run these cases. I was just very uninspired by that. And um, it was kind of stealing my soul, the whole situation at that point. I always say I built it and then it ate me. And so I felt like I was kind of eaten alive. And so I wanted to do something else, but I wasn't sure what that was going to be yet at that point. Mm. I just knew I needed to create space for myself. So I came up with a plan to merge my practice with two other family law attorneys in town, which I did almost four years ago now. And, you know, we created an agreement where I get paid a percentage of everything I bring in and I still bring in a lot of business. So it's definitely worth it for for them and for me. And so I'm still a partner there. And before COVID, I used to actually go back quite a bit, but since COVID, I haven't been able to travel as much, but uh, it gave me the space to actually think about what it was I wanted to do next. 
So not long after I merged the practice and my husband and I and our daughter relocated to be in California most of the time, we still have a, a place in Florida, but it gave me the space to go, okay, what do I want to do next? How do I want to paint the rest of my life or at least the next part of my career? So I happened to be listening to an entrepreneur's podcast. You know, I know I'm an entrepreneur. I love business. That really excites me. Creativity excites me. And I heard Russell Brunson on a podcast, who is the founder of ClickFunnels. And he said, oh, get a copy of my free book. Just go to this website and go get it. It's totally free. Of course, I didn't know it was a funnel at the time. I'm like, oh, this is cool. I'll go get this free book. Sounds great. And it happened to be Expert Secrets. And he was talking all about how you can take your knowledge and your information and turn it into courses. So that's kind of how I got started with learning about all of this. That's incredible. And so did you sort of read that and think immediately I knew who I wanted to work with? Or has this been a process for you over the last few months to kind of refine that? Because uh, you've got different courses for different things. Yeah. So I first started by doing divorce master classes, which are now called the Breaking Free Divorce Master Classes because my divorce book is breaking free and it's my brand for, for the divorce side of things. And so I started with that, but I wasn't really sure how to market them or how to get people to see the value in them because most people were like, yeah, I just need a good lawyer. You know, I mean, they really weren't sure about them. They, they sell now because of you know, uh, my YouTube presence and everything. But at the time I wasn't, I just wasn't sure how to market them. So I didn't really do anything with them for a while. For a while, I was just sort of flying back to Florida a week, a month. I was just continuing to practice, you know, a bit. And in 2019, I decided to write a book on negotiation. I had been speaking on it for years. And as you mentioned in the intro, I published that in September of 2019. And Robert Shapiro wrote the foreword. And my thought was, okay, maybe I'll do some negotiation courses. But at that same time in my life, in my personal life, I realized that I was dealing with two covert narcissists. Not, not as a husband, but in other areas of my life, people who were close enough to me to wreak enough havoc to make my life pretty darn miserable. And I thought, oh, let me just start learning about narcissism. So I kind of threw myself into it and I studied everything. I read tons of books on it and really just self-taught got myself an unofficial doctorate in this. And then I started to realize, oh, I could actually apply what I'm learning about narcissism to what I already know about negotiation. And just started making a couple of YouTube videos. And all of a sudden, my channel just started swelling and blowing up. And that's that's how I ended up where I am. I developed courses for, for that. And, and that's what I really do now. I think that a lot of us, when we're trying to be entrepreneurial, we're trying to find problems to solve and make things. And I've learned this from following Gary Vee a lot and, and people like that is document, don't create. And I think that when we have a problem that we're looking for a solution for and that we can't find is often the best route to go because, of course, we can just document what we're already doing. And that's how I fell into what I'm doing and, and clearly you as well. And that gives us an advantage because the example case is us, not something that we've you know, learned about and now trying to teach, but something that we had to solve because we can 
see it from the inside out. And clearly there was a, a gap that need to be filled with your explosive growth with your YouTube channel. I'd like to talk about that a little bit. You, you went from zero to what, 120,000 followers or something now? In um, one year. In, yeah. in a year. What do you attribute that to? I guess it's just that I'm the only lawyer on the planet that's talking about how to negotiate with narcissists. I don't know of any others. And I just think that it's something that obviously everybody has to deal with. I've heard varying statistics, anywhere between one in 10 people are narcissistic. I've heard 16%. You know, I don't know that there's an exact science around it, but let's just say every single one of us has had to deal with difficult people who are, you know, toxic and poisonous. Nobody gets left out of, of that party. And so, um, and I, I think it's really important for me to be honest and, and authentic about the fact that I allowed myself to fall prey to these people and not without realizing it, I ignored red flags. There's a story about the camel under the tent, you know, like the first it's just the nose and then it's the full head. And like, suddenly the whole camel is in the tent, right? You can't get them out. And that's kind of what happened with me. And so I feel very passionate. So I think that's part of it too. I think people can tell that I am authentic in the sense that I've actually had to deal with them myself and I know how horrible it is. I know the the drama, trauma and chaos that they uh, stir up in your life and in your brain. And so I feel very, very passionate. It's like a personal mission, a personal crusade to help people <laughs> with these people because of what I had to deal with myself. With your growth, how much do you think came from the little things and maybe you are, or are not aware and I'm not going to, I'm not going to assume, but around titling and descriptions and strategic content creation versus just creating what felt right at the time. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. I, I took a course on how to do SEO for YouTube videos and I, I'm a very good student. Like I did all the things that they said to do. So I had good content. I was fulfilling a need, but I don't know how many videos are uploaded a minute on YouTube, but it's mm. probably quite a lot. And so you're definitely not going to get seen if you don't understand the YouTube algorithm. Do you want to talk to us a little bit about that? I love hearing from people who it's not a, a natural skill, but we go and learn it and apply it and we get a result from it because we, I, I'm like that and, and we tend to see things differently. So what did you see in learning that that helped you the most? Because I think a lot of people don't understand that the way that these platforms work is that there is so much content. So how do you decide what people should see? Just because I search big dogs on YouTube doesn't mean I want to just look at this or that. They need to be seeing what I'm typing, what I'm interacting with to then show me the content that I really want to see because people don't know what they want. We all know that, but especially in search, these platforms need to figure us out. Uh, and so obviously knowing how that works is an important part of getting our content seen. So what, what mm -hmm. are some tips you can give us? The first thing, and I, every time I tell people this, they're, they're, it's like this aha moment. But the first thing that you have to stop thinking about with YouTube is stop thinking that it's a social media outlet. It's not. I mean, it's really first and foremost a search engine. That's what it is. You know, it gets lumped in with social media. It's not really social media because social media is, you know, you put a, a picture up on Instagram or something and then like, you know, 
a month later, it's down buried and who, who's ever going back to see that? Never, right? But with YouTube, your content is evergreen and it can always be something that people can find if they put in the right search terms, right? And, and it's there 24-7. It's like an advertisement for yourself, for your business, whatever it is that you're doing. But understanding that you have to approach it from an SEO perspective. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there helping entrepreneurs or, or something, you know. So if you put in grow my business or something like that, I guarantee you there's probably 120 million videos on that. That's not going to be good content for you to make when you're when you have two subscribers or something, you know? I mean, you've got to kind of dig down. You know, I used tools like keywords everywhere and TubeBuddy and things like that to drill down and and sometimes you have to make content that doesn't excite you as much, but that's kind of where you have to start in order to get your videos to be seen so that YouTube can start figuring out who you are. What's this channel about? Who can I show this to? And if you do something on big dogs one day and how to grow your business the next day and how to make a great flan the third day, YouTube doesn't know who the heck you are, you know? So you have to be really careful about making your content something that YouTube can start to figure out who to show your content to. Because you want to show up in either search, which is like people are putting in either Google or in YouTube, the terms, or suggested, which is after somebody's already watched a video, then you're the like the next one up, right? So those are the two main places. And you really want to show up in like the first three videos because... Nobody's going to scroll into the second page to look for the, that video. Mm. You know, I mean, they're going to look to the first couple, right? So you got to, your thumbnail is super important. I mean, I learned all the different analytics. I mean, it's like we could sit here for four hours and talk about click-through rates and all that sort of thing. But I just dove in and just like I did with narcissism and decided I was going to become an expert at it so that... You know, if I was going to sit here and make videos, I, I don't want to, I wanted somebody besides my mom to go watch them. <laughs> um, I think we forget that a YouTube channel is, is, is a directory in and of itself. And, and, and YouTube is trying to find creators that can answer questions for YouTube's audience, which is people going in there and searching and looking and, and their goal is to keep you on the channel because then you see ads. And so they want to keep showing you the content that you want to see that solves your problem the best. Because if you ever went to Google and you search for something and it just gave you horrible answers and you, you saw them and none of them ever gave you what you wanted, you probably wouldn't use Google much more. You wouldn't use YouTube much more. And I think that, that we, we create content that we like the idea of or our clients do, but that's not what people are going to search for and find and that's not what people youtube is going to show to people and until you have subscribers you, you've got to do that you've got to do the stuff that makes sense for getting you seen then maybe you can you know disperse some stuff that 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 is more enjoyable that is not as keyword driven maybe but even then it's like you know i was consistently getting a, a, you know 10 15000 subscribers a month or whatever and in january you know, i decided to start you know doing stuff that kind of like excited me like 
the law of attraction and narcissists and having a positive mindset and how important that is for everything. And, you know, I went down to like, I don't know, 5,700 subscribers in January or something. And it's like, okay, guys, you don't like that. I get it. You know, you want smack down the narcissist, turn the table, slay the narcissist, you know? So I had a few people were like, oh, I love the the, the direction you're going with your channel. I'm like, oh, I'm glad the, somebody did. <laughs> um, you talked about immersion uh, and you immersed yourself in, in the YouTube world to figure it out and make it work. You immersed yourself uh, in the narcissist world, so to speak, to, to figure out how important do you think immersion is when you're actually wanting to produce a result for yourself, not just dabbling? I mean, if you want to be good at something, you have to decide you're going to be good at something. If you want to succeed, you have to do the work. You know, there's so many people out there who are jealous because other people have succeeded. And But, you know, what are they doing? I mean, they're sitting on their sofa or they're just whining about it to somebody or whatever. I mean, if you really want to have success, it's absolutely doable for anybody who is listening to this. There's nothing special about me or you or we're all, I mean, or, or, or I, I guess I could phrase it as we are all equally special. You know, I mean, it's like there's nothing that we have that other people can't have. It's just you have to do the work. I mean, there's, somebody was just saying to me, oh, you're such a doer. Like, how do you get this stuff done? You know, like, because my business course is launching tomorrow of the day that we're, by the time this comes out, it'll already be out. But, and I was like, I set a date and then everything had to happen by that date. It's been like, you just hold yourself to account for your word. Mm. I find that scheduling is a big, important part of that. Often we plan and we write things down and we think about it. We never actually put it in and never make it like it has to happen. And that's the biggest thing that I find with, with my clients and my friends who are successful is we have to make it work. We have to get it done. And when, when it's a have to and not a I would like to, you tend to actually go and do it. And it's an example in anything. You want to get fit. You want to get strong. You want to be a good parent. Like you, you have to want it and you have to be clear on it and you've got to be fully in it. You can't half-ass it. I just interviewed John Asraf and uh, it was one of the most powerful interviews I've ever done. And he was talking about, you know, your shoulds and your musts. You know, if it's, I should do this, you can, you know, you should all over yourself, right? I mean, it, it once it becomes a must, then you get it done no matter what it is. For me, I, I like to pair it with stuff that that emotionally drives me. And so I think a lot about my kids and I think about if I was, you know, if my kid was in a burning building, would I be bothered to get out of bed and go and do it and save him? Or would I just go, nah, you know what I mean? It's like, no, of course I would jump across the alligators and I would go and, you know what I mean? But I think that when we look at some of the things, it's like, we, we like the idea of having the success more than actually getting there. Cause we, we look at it as it's going to save me from the pain that I'm feeling rather than who I'm becoming, the growth and the outcome that I'm going after. It's like, oh, if, I'm, if I'm rich, then I won't have any problems. It's like, no, you're gonna have more problems. It depends on how you deal with them, right? So I think that, yeah, I think that's, I think that's really powerful. I think we can go on for that for a few hours as well. Uh, I had John on the show, he's great. I wanna talk a bit more about your business uh, program that you've got coming out. You've created a program in negotiation, is that right? Is it still to do with narcissism or is it more in general? 
Well, it is. I mean, it's really at its heart a negotiation program, right? I mean, the skills are the same. You just actually need additional skills in order to deal with highly difficult, toxic people who are trying to manipulate you or bully you into things. And, and we've all been there. And so there's all of the negotiation skills you need, plus the negotiation skills that you need in order to close more deals, in order to have freedom in your life, in order to be able to deal with difficult people and still feel in flow, you know, and, and not have to feel like you're being bullied or, or agreeing to things you didn't necessarily want to agree to and all that sort of thing. Is this applicable mainly to entrepreneurial types running businesses or also people who are in various roles within companies? Anybody who is negotiating, the main people that I've said are, you know, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, salespeople, corporate executives. Those are the main people who are negotiating. But anybody who is having to deal with people in their businesses and trying to figure out how they can reduce the intensity when they're dealing with somebody difficult or get somebody to come off of their position and come closer to yours when they're just completely obstinate or feel more powerful than you, then that's what it's for. We um, in the healthcare space, our job is to, well, this is my opinion anyway, our job is to get people to to say yes and work with us. And I think that in, in all business, if you've got a solution to a real problem and you can create meaningful outcomes for people, then you've got a duty to get people to, to go through it, but especially in healthcare. And, and I found that myself that we'll have a client and they're broken and their life is going terribly and they're only going to have more struggles in the future. And I know that I can solve it, but my ability to help that person to make that decision and to come off their high horse and actually just do the work allows me to then save them, save their family and their future, so to speak. And it sounds a bit you know, but in reality, especially in healthcare, it's a lot of the time it's that you've got a person who's got diabetes and they're going to leave their kids behind because they just don't want to change their diet and exercise. We have to know how to communicate effectively. And the, the biggest difference between a successful health professional and a successful business person is their ability to communicate their value. I think that's so important and, and get people to see things from a different perspective so they can take actions because it's not just about having the best offer. It's about who can communicate that the most effectively and get people to take an action. Because I can have the best solution, but if no one knows about it, no one wants to listen to me, people aren't just going to make their own choices. They need us to help. Well, they have to have feel like they're getting value out of the deal. I mean, that's why I call it negotiate like you matter, because all people want to feel seen, heard, and know that they matter. And nobody's going to settle or have a resolution for anything unless they feel like they're getting value out of it. And if you're dealing with a difficult person, like a narcissist or whatever, it's even more so, you know, they want to feel like part of their value that they get is also making you miserable or jerking you around or controlling you or manipulating you. And so you got to get them off of that value and onto something else. Yeah. Yeah. You said that you're launching tomorrow. Are you going through uh, sort of a promo cycle? Are you running ads? Like what are you doing to, to launch? Mm -hmm. All of the above. And I'm doing a webinar first thing tomorrow morning. And yeah, yeah we've got... And a few thousand people signed up for it. So I'm excited. That's exciting. Did you create the program first? Did you run tests with it and get some results and then build it? Like what's been your process for actually taking that knowledge and turning it into something that's usable for people? 
Well, I've been speaking on negotiation for many years, but I wrote a book on it and then I created the slave program for divorce first. And that's been out in the marketplace since March of last year. And it has sold thousands of programs. And it really was an answer to demand from other people who have come to us and said, hey, I'm not dealing with the divorce, but I still need your stuff. And so it it became clear to me and to my team that I needed to develop something specifically for people, for business or for their careers. So that that's how it came about. And it's certainly definitely very proven. I mean, we have hundreds and hundreds of testimonials from the divorce side. I mean, a lot of it is very similar because people are people, but I I put in a lot more specifically for people in business. For example, I have like a whole section on that I call snuffing out the bluffing on how to tell if somebody's actually being truthful, being authentic. Are they actually going to go through with this? Or are they just bluffing? Uh, so there's a whole section on that just for people in business. Um, I have 50 key phrases to disarm narcissists. So like actual words that you can put into emails, letters, in conversation that you can use during the negotiations, things like that. I added a whole section on body language. Uh, You know, there's like so much more because, uh, you know, people in business are in a different situation. Sounds incredible. I'm excited. I want to take a look at it as well. Where can our audience find out more about you and, and your programs? I have a free crush my negotiation prep worksheet, which is at winmynegotiation.com. That's the URL is winmynegotiation.com. So they can definitely grab that. It's 15 pages. It's basically an ebook. It's really great. They can come check me out on YouTube, which is um, just, if you literally go to YouTube and you go to negotiating with a narcissist, you will find me. I'm the only lawyer who's talking about that. And you know, my website, Rebecca Zung, my Instagram is at Rebecca Zung. I have a podcast as well, Negotiate Your Best Life. So I'm out there all over the place. Amazing. Thank you so much. Look, this this episode's been awesome and it's got me thinking a lot about how we do our processes. And I'm gonna I'm gonna have a look at some of your stuff as well. Thank you so much. Uh, there's been so much value. Uh, I really appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the show. If you like the episode, please hit subscribe and leave us a review. I'd really appreciate it as it helps us get our episodes out to more people just like you who want to know how to increase their revenue, impact more people and build businesses that work for the lifestyle they want. Now, I know your time is valuable and I know that you are here to learn the secrets to success in your health business. So I have something special for you just for checking out the episode. Now, if you're a health professional, coach or trainer in business, and you're serious about growing a profitable, impactful business, then pay attention because as a listener of the show, I want you to win. And so I've created a host of resources available exclusively for listeners of the show. So if you're tired of trying to figure out this game of business, marketing and sales all on your own, and you're ready to just implement what's already proven to work rather than reinventing the wheel, I want you right now to go and check out healthcarebusinesssecrets.com forward slash insider. That's healthcarebusinesssecrets.com forward slash insider. And there you'll find over $5,000 worth of trainings, resources, and coaching available only for listeners of the show. Again, that's healthcarebusinesssecrets.com forward slash insider. There I'll give you resources on everything from how to acquire 10 times more of your ideal clients using social media and paid ads, even referrals, how to increase your client conversion into packages at an 80 to 90% conversion rate like me, 
how to retain your clients for longer, getting them better results and making them happier, how to increase your prices and charge a premium to work with you, and how you can build a six, multi-six, even seven-figure practice, just like I did, but with a tenth of the time and a tenth of the effort. What I want you to realize is that everything I teach comes from exactly what I did to have success and still have success in my own health business, and I want to share that with you so you can have success too. So go check out healthcarebusinesssecrets.com forward slash insider right now and let me help you win big in your health business. Also remember to subscribe for two episodes every week full of the secrets to have success in your health business as well as leave us a review so we know what you thought of the show. And I'll see you on the next episode.